0: I want
1: to live my life. Oh. oh, what a fucking tune! Uh, I think I need some sleep. I'm going home to get a bourbon and I'm going to sleep. Let me out of here. Alright guys, welcome to Footy Heads, episode two from Chateau Le Patterson in the beautiful Connells Point Stadium slash park slash fucking house. Fuck you're a dickhead. I am Chris Stride and this is Matthew Patterson.
0: Still calling Stride a dickhead.
1: Yep, that's just normal. Anyway, let's get straight into it. We were eight from eight from our tips, and fuck, I'm happy about that. Bloody happy. Yeah.
0: Because
1: um, I think that's the first week we've both ever ever tipped the same.
0: No, we've tipped we've tipped, we've tipped, the, tipped same the same before.
1: before. Oh, I just needed a sip of that beer again. But um, let's get straight into it. Um, Broncos Rabbitohs on Thursday night. Um. Attitude of Broncos is amazing at the moment. It was a masterclass. A masterclass from all of them. Um, Katoni, like for me, Katoni Staggs was a front runner for state of origin for a little bit there, but I think he's he's gone a bit quiet. Over he, the, am I
0: right? Or I don't reckon he got given the ball enough. No. And, um, I think they spent too much of their time in that game against South going left instead of coming right. But it was working. Why not stick with it? But you can say that. But what Selwyn Cobo scored a try. But Oates was perfect in the air on the right on that left-hand side. Farmworth, as always, was good. Ribardi came in and filled Kate Wall's spot relatively mm. well.
1: And obviously Reynolds was up for it. I love the banter at the start of the game. You could, you could read, you could read Jai Aras' lips. I think he. Reynolds was saying something to him just before the kickoff and you could see look at him and go fuck off bitch and you hear the commentator go oh a little bit of
0: friendly banter there and I'm like yeah that's exactly what it was Walker came out and said there was going to be nothing to it that it was going to be um, just as everyone wanted to not put it just another game Hmm. but in the interview that um Reynolds did. He came out and said that the one person that will probably try to give him shit would be Jai Arrow. And lo and behold, yeah, but Reynolds got to him first, I think.
1: Um, Broncos. For me, it was their straight out, straight out just line speed and um, their line speed. Like it's, it's such a cliche when they say defense, defense wins you games. Because yes, it fucking does. Because the Broncos just absolutely frustrated the. F- fuck out of the rabbitohs, and it doesn't take much to frustrate Cody Walker but it's just his temper was on show again
0: well Billy I Walters think, did it to him in the first five I minutes I think
1: I think Broncos got down their end at one stage and Walker uh, Walker walked over and kicked the ball away and gave away a penalty that was at the end of the game and I was just like dude why why and I was like, it just shows your freaking attitude. That's I'm like, it'll never get fixed. It'll never get fixed. He'll, he'll, he'll keep doing it. But that's why they'll never win a premiership because you got to have a cool head. And he, he just does not have it. They want to say how good of a player he is. And I'm like, but he doesn't have a cool head. Whenever he's losing or whenever your team's losing or down, you need to have a cool head to get your team back. And he does not have that at all. But, um... The one thing, I, the one rule that I found really funny was the Broncos diving on a loose ball when no Rabbitohs player was at dummy half. But apparently the rule is you have to pick it up and run with it. You cannot just dive on a loose ball. And even Grant Atkins went, he didn't say it properly. He went, it's a stu... And he goes, Ugh. he was about to say, it's a stupid rule. Yes, it fucking is Grant Atkins. It's a fucking stupid rule. It definitely is a stupid rule. Because what's the difference picking it up and going than just diving on it when no one's a dummy half? Like, Cook has a responsibility to be a dummy half. If he's not there, you should have every right to jump on the ball.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. The way the rules are done is weird. Hmm. I would still say stand out for South, as I said last week. And probably, as I'll probably say, this week coming. Ilias. Mm. Controlled the run, controlled the rock, controlled that whole entire football team. Cody Walker did sweet fuck all. As per usual. And that was the last you heard of it. Mm, Yep.
1: Um, And then we had... Your, your Canberra Raiders up against the Bulldogs. It was another... I don't know how the Raiders on, only scored 14 points. They should have scored way more than that. We
0: don't have anybody no. in attack. No. I said it last week. I'll say it again for this week coming up against you guys.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that later. Don't, we talk,
0: have, don't talk about that yet. We have no attack. If we can hold it in defence and then the occasional attack opportunities we get, then maybe. Mm. Just,
1: it's not... I find there's no patience with you guys. I find you're looking to score on every... Because you've got a young halfback in there, you're looking to score on every single play. Like, you'd think Ricky Stewart would bring in a bit of like, look, like, have some have some patience, build your set. But there is there is none of that at all. And then they just make mistakes and they shoot themselves. They did it against the Warriors. They tried way too hard to put the game away and they just shot themselves in the foot and then they ended up
0: losing. Um, to add to that, all the ex-Bulldogs played well. Mm. Kotrick, Harrowir and Ira, Elliot, mm. Frawley oh I love I that dummy
1: I love I love how we just his energy that he brings like even it's something did you, did you some- see
0: it as the um, Viking clap finished and he runs out and he's like oh yeah you can hear him on the mic it's something so little but
1: even just when he ran out just his energy running onto the field and I'm like that's what you want to fucking see like, it's something so little but it's something that you you like to see but um, another player that needs to fix his attitude, there's a difference between being an enforcer and just being an absolute dickhead, and that dickhead is Pangai Jr. He should have been sick. Now, uh, I, don't, I don't get how you can elbow someone in the face while they're on the ground and not get punished. Like, he keeps, he, he gets away with it every single week. And nothing's being done about it. He needs... Like, there's... Like, again, there's a difference between being an enforcer and then just being a dickhead trying to take everyone's head off. And that's what he's trying to do. He just... He needs to fix it up. It's every single week with him. Like, I don't know. Like, sure, we try to spread to him about it. But No,
0: he's... He's, um, he's Willie Mason's problem.
1: <laughs> and, um, The blockbuster game that you and me both got right I'm so happy I got it right on the phone screaming at each other me, me five seconds in front of you para beat Pembroke, and I'm so happy so happy um a few things I want to talk about first kick outs clear knock on alright 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 how right. the actual fuck do you miss that um how you got you're a touchy you got a touchy and a ref both within five meters of that knock on and
0: none of them called it. None of them. It's called your name is who was? Was it Jared Sutton? I think it was Sutton. It's 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 called your name is Jared Sutton, and you really don't care mm. about anything. You you don't ref the game fair, you don't ref the game how it should be refed. You ref it the way you want or the way you were told. Mm. And to all of the Penrith supporters that are going to turn around and say the obstruction from Liam Martin was not an obstruction, go screw yourselves. <laughs> because two weeks, two, three weeks ago against us, um, Yo runs straight at the outside shoulder of Rapana, pushes him out of the way, and doesn't get called. Mm. The week after that, Another, another couple of obstructions. Clear obstructions don't get called. And then one finally gets called against you and you guys want to stick your hands in the air and go, well, what the fuck was that? It was a proper call. Mm.
1: But the one thing I'll ask you, do you think after para beating Melbourne in Melbourne, Penrith in Penrith,
0: are they the real deal? No no, no. Still, don't, still don't think so if they can beat roosters this well, weekend it's... if they beat roosters this weekend I will consider it but that's what I, that's what frustrates me because they're so inconsistent like they can get <laughs> this they can they're, get they're, themselves
1: they're... up but... what's the saying consistently inconsistent yeah exactly exactly but um another thing I wanted to talk about was the penalty try to read Marnie oh,
0: yay geez. or nay yes penalty try penalty try or a fucking send-off
1: take your pick it's one of the two every day of the week because for me if he doesn't get held back if he doesn't get held back he scores every day of the week because he has the momentum running forward and he just dives for me he dives like any Pembro he'll yeah any Pembro fan that wants to come out and bitch and whine and moan like they always do it, no, it was because Penrith. there was no one within Kui, and then if he didn't get held back, he would have. Even even after getting held back, he still got within an inch of the line. Like, what would have he done if he wasn't held back? He would have definitely. He would have. He would have dove over, un, untouched. Right. But um, obviously, Penrith coming out what midweek and this whole investigation with the E was trainer running across the goalposts, putting Cleary off. Cleary's head was facing down wasn't even looking up exactly he can so if you can put up with a bunch of fans screaming at you from behind your back and all this shit in the way you can and you're not even looking forward you're looking at the ball a trainer is not going to put you off when you've got crowds like if you go to an away game and you've got crowds screaming at you going off like screaming shit in your ear like a trainer's not gonna put you off. You're not even focused on what's inf- you're just looking like they always say it's always face down, head on the ball.
0: And if it was that much of a distraction,
1: he would have pulled out of the kick. Exactly. If he saw it, he would have been like, "Oh, hold on a second. Cause he was running past as he was walking in. He would have ran up and stopped and gone, oh, hang on, but it to me it wouldn't have mattered because they scored off a kick out knock on anyway. So anything Pamero's players wanna whinge about is just nah just like let it go it's over shit happens power wins that was great um seagulls at home to the titans as we said tigers I've, as we said seagulls back at home it was it was inevitable with turbo back that they were gonna win
0: it wasn't a win by
1: Mark. but yeah
0: oh they dominated for a fair bit there but, um, they dominated the first half like you guys did against them. Yeah, but Tigers—they, the one thing I love They're about the, one, the backbone exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly. The one thing I love about Tigers—they like, they do not go away. Like any other, like any other week, they would have just given up and it would have been freaking like forty, like forty to ten or something like that. But they just kept coming, and Ghana's full almost fulfilled try was, whew, that was amazing. But the Turbo brothers on show again, which was I love hearing, um, Jake talk about his brother, his brother playing. He just talks about it with real, real emotion, and he just he just absolutely loved that he that he was playing. But um, I find Turbo was obviously like obviously in his first game he was going to be pretty quiet. He wasn't going to be all over the place. Like he was just coming back from injury and he had his knee knee heavily strapped, so he was never going to be. As explosive as he normally is, but we'll see. He probably won't be. To me, I think he'll kind of just lag back a bit until Origin. Yeah. Like he won't try and get as involved because he'll be too scared to get injured again. Because he, he won't. He'll want to play Origin for sure. But, um. Anyway,
0: um, for the Tigers, I'd like to bring up Hastings again. Hmm. He le- He leads that team. He does. He. I've not seen anybody lead that team as well as he has. Mm. At least since Hodgson was there. At <laughs> least. Oh God. And that goes back that's, how long? That's like 10, 15 years. And for all the people are thinking, oh, but Benji did it better. I don't think so. No. He was, he was a fancy player, but he didn't know how to lead a team
1: around the park. Um... Titan, for me, Titan's disappointing again. I had so much faith in the Titans this year, but they have just not, they have not shown me nothing. Absolutely nothing. I, I don't even know what to say about them. I, I knew Roosters would hit back, but I, I thought Titans would put up a bit more of a fight than that, but um, I find the Roosters are finally, maybe slowly starting to find their groove again it looks like in a, like in attack in attack anyway they look like they're they're finally
0: starting to show like show their groove again what they used to be like. It was good to but, see this week that Toby Sexton had no errors. Mm. So that's got to be some form of growth, but Roosters just outclassed them. Mm. There's nothing else you can say about that. If Tedesco's on, he's on. And he was on. Like there's nothing that nothing you can say. Um yeah. Um
1: Cowboys impressive again. That that game kinda stayed I don't know, it was like kinda like a stalemate for a little bit and then the Cowboys just kinda the last last quarter or so just kind of ran away with it
0: <laughs> last half
1: I expect, second half that was it yeah I expected like I expected a bit more than like early on but it kind of stayed like it's like the night stayed in it but I was kind of like eh are the Cowboys just in first like like are they just kind of like going slow here are they just taking it easy and then they kind of just went, oh shit we're in a bit of trouble here and then they just well Knights like, were up
0: at halftime. time hmm
1: then they just put it in first gear in that last half or quarter of the game and just fucking ran away with it and Knights again I t- I, look, I'll tell you right I did not see the Knights being last at this point of the season I looked at their squad at the start of the year and I thought they had a decent squad I really did a few new signings um, Ponga back uh, I don't know they've done nothing but disappoint so far and they are where they des- where they deserve to be. I can't see, I can't see them doing something special anytime soon,
0: especially unless with- unless Pong and maybe goes back into the halves. But mm. who knows? Only team that can take their spot at the moment, I feel, is probably the Titans. I reckon the Bulldogs are on the way up. Mm. Wests Bull- are on the way up. Raiders are on the way up. For me, it's the three teams: like Bulldogs,
1: Broncos. Um, Broncos, Tigers—they're because they were obviously down at the bottom last year too. They're three teams that are kind of just like obviously Broncos have shut up a bit more, but I feel Tigers and Borders are making their way up. Whereas Newcastle and like teams like the Titans, they're not—they're not showing me anything at the moment. I anyway, and then there was um they were talking about the Dragons. Yeah, a couple wins in a row. Yeah, good on ya. There you go, that's reality, 42 to 6. I wouldn't call it reality, I'd just call it a storm. Too good. I find the Storm are playing, they didn't used to play this kind of footy. They they are playing real ad lib footy. They used to play very defensive, grind you into the ground, make you play their style kind of thing, but now their attack, like just the amount of points they pile, I think they said they've piled on 160 points or something in the last three weeks or so. Yeah Like
0: they're not normally like that Look Their for and against Is they have scored 335 points And have only conceded 110
1: There you go But normally They're a very They're a grinding Football team Like even when I know back in the day When we used to play The we were the same Back in like Our (laughs) Premiership window era Like we used to Grind them into the ground They used to get frustrated Because we played their game But I find They're playing They're trying to play More ad-lib Entertaining Footy now but I find Pemrith have gone the other way. Pemrith have gone, like, defense, and they try to grind you into the ground kind of thing, which it'll be interesting to see when they play each other. But um, oh, the game I'm very excited to talk about, but I won't go over the top with it, is um, a 12-man Cronulla side. 11 at some point. Beating 11 at one point. Beat, I do not know. I do not understand how soon as. But the one thing I
0: asked was Kenley's a send off? No, no. The player got up off the ground. The first initial contact was with the shoulder, yep. not the neck or the head. But so- might, if you want to bin him, bin him. Direct forceful contact to the head, even though it bounced off the shoulder, fine. You want to bin if, him, bin him.
1: If you want to be consistent, Ramian's was worse, and Ramian only got simbin, and Ramian, but Ramian got
0: suspended for longer. But I think because he had carryover points. He has carryover, day. yeah. Even Ramian's one. What was he? What was he supposed to do? He was standing upright. Mm. You and Aiken had stepped off his left foot.
1: And Ramian's uh, Aiken's a little shorter. Yes.
0: But um, what, what, are you, what are you supposed to do? I don't. I don't feel as though there is a clear delineation between a shorter player tackling uh, a, a taller player tackling a shorter player. Perfect. Perfect use of this. Last last year in Magic Round, Papally, Papa he was standing straight up in a tackle. Bulldogs player ran into his shoulder. Mm. Bulldogs player got knocked the fuck out. Mm. What Papally he get? Yeah, exactly. He got sent. Yeah. Oh, well, he was standing there. Yeah, exactly. There was no force. There was no malice. He was standing there in a tackle. But they say there's a duty
1: of care for the players, but Walsh got straight back up. Like... Kennedy just rushed out to put pressure on. Yeah, yes, fine. It was careless. But first contact was his shoulder and it looked for me it looked worse than what it was. Like you look back at it really closely and it was first contact with his shoulder and then it kinda slipped up. And then he was he was up. That's why he got up straight away, because it wasn't straight to the head. It was contact with his shoulder and then went up and then he got straight out, He got straight up from it. And I find that I find that send off like it's because they're trying to obviously... I think because of what happened with um, Tupo a little while ago. It's like they want to stamp down on it now. They're like, okay, no, they're not they're not it anymore. And they just sent him straight off. But you know what I reckon? Because Kennedy already got sent off, they wanted, I reckon they wanted to send Ramian too. But because they had already sent Kennedy, the ref knew if he sent two, it wouldn't... It wouldn't have been good, especially for the, the crowd that were there. They would not have liked it. Wouldn't have liked it at no, all. No,
0: because the call would have had to have come out being, if you're going to send or send in anybody for contact with the head, you have to send everybody. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to send everybody where players have people in choker holes or slight little bumps to the head? If you're going to send somebody, you may as well start sending everybody.
1: Yeah, exactly, that's that's what everyone gets pissed off about. It's too they're way too inconsistent with it. That's just NRL in a nutshell. But um, Kennedy got obviously two weeks and Ramey got three, but um, I think we'll be all right. But I want to talk about obviously Pappenhausen getting injured as well. He's out for four to six weeks, I think they said. Hamstring, yeah, hamstring, four to, four to six. They did say initially they did say like two or three weeks but then they found out what it was and now they're saying four to six weeks so for me that rules him out of origin I don't, know I don't, reckon, he, I don't reckon he was, was going to get no I don't reckon he was going to get picked anyway everyone who's saying he should be is they've got rocks in their head I don't think he should be
0: you can only play so many fullbacks but um
1: the one question everyone asks is was it were the Sharks good or were the Warriors just that bad
0: or is it a mixture? of I'm gonna of both? have to <laughs> say Warriors were just that bad.
1: But at the same time, like I find, like there was there was one picture I saw. You look at a high angle. There was one time I think the Warriors had they had nine players stacked on one side of the field. Sharks had five, and they still couldn't score against us. They still just couldn't get that game management, and they still couldn't. they didn't. They never spread it. They they never did. No. But the the one thing I noticed, like everyone said, the only team that was actually still playing footy were the Sharks. The Warriors were the ones taking the step back because it's like they thought, oh yeah, we'll, we'll win this because we've we've got the one man up advantage. We'll win this. And for me, it was poor poor game management by Johnson as well. Absolute shocking game management. But um, a few signings I actually want to talk about from. During the week is Kieran Foran going to the Titans.
0: It'll end up the same way he did when he went to the Bulldogs. Yeah. Shit. Just shit. Just shit. What else do you want me to say on the matter? Um, he plays well when he plays with Daley Cherry Evans. He doesn't he play does. with Daily Cherry Evans he does. shit. Yeah. It's like he, he, only has, he only gets in the
1: headlines when he's back at Manly playing with Cherry Evans. But when he went to all these other clubs, people didn't even know he was still playing. Even I had a moment like that where he rocked up for the Bulldogs one game and I went, I didn't even think this bloke was still playing because he was just out injured all the time. And it's going to be this. I get it. They want experience, but it'll be the same the same old sad story when he goes to Titans too. He'll, he'll become forgotten and he won't he won't be able to do much there.
0: The problem is I don't I'm, know why the Titans are signing a six. I'd be signing a seven. Nothing against Sexton. I just don't think he's there. He got chucked in the deep end too too early. Way too early. He's just not there.
1: No, he's not there yet. That's kinda like but yeah. Um And the rabbidos sighting of Nicarima.
0: That's going nowhere. You
1: reckon? I like Nicarima. I reckon he's very underrated. He's very under hype too, but anyway, that's Don't get short with me. And um, the 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 random one during the week was Robert Jennings going to the Dolphins. And, um, I think that's a decent signing. Wayne Bennett obviously knows what he's doing, so he says. And um, all the talk about all the talk about Nakora. I think Nakora said months ago, months ago that he never wanted to leave Cronulla. And there were still rumors saying that he wanted to leave, he's going to go to Tigers, all this bullshit. And then he's come out today saying, I'm staying with the Sharks. And I knew that months ago that he wanted to stay with Cronulla. He never wanted to leave. He was never going to. So all these rumors about him wanting to leave and go to Tigers, shove it up your ass. He was never going to. But anyway, let's look at these, let's look at these week's games, hey? Let's get to magic round. There's a little bit of magic in the air. Magic? Yeah, it'd be better if it were fucking going. Yeah, the magic is not going to be much magic when it floods up there. Weather forecast isn't looking too good. So this has made my tips a bit, I don't know. So we've got, first off the rank, obviously no Thursday night game this week, which is a bit of a bummer because I was looking forward to that. Now I have to go four nights without watching footy. Fucking kill me now. Um, you've got Bulldogs and Knights. I've obviously gone for the Bulldogs because I think they were very... They are unlucky against Canberra because I think they had a few tries disallowed. Obviously, the one where Josh Adekow went to intercept and he so-called says he put it onto his foot. If you can't he, drop it onto <laughs> your fucking shin
0: <laughs> and claim it as a
1: kick, you dickhead. And then he ran the leaf of it. He even said it on Sunday night with Maddie Johns. He still came out and said, I dropped it onto my foot. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, no, 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 no. He dropped it onto his foot. He didn't do it intentionally. Yeah, exactly. I've also picked the Bulldogs. But again, Knights, Knights are only they're only at $2.11. I think they should be a bit higher than that. But, yeah. they, are, but they are versus the Bulldogs, so... But, um, yeah, Bulldogs, Bulldogs to me, easy, easy win, I reckon. Not easy, it'll be close, but I reckon Bulldogs will get up, get up in that one. Um, The Channel 9 game, Seagulls and Broncos,
0: who'd you go for? I picked the Broncos. They have Capewell back, they have Payne Haas back. Pat Mm. Carrigan's there. Yep. I don't think the Seagulls forward pack can get on top of that and I also believe that I don't know I don't care how much Tommy Turbo is there I don't see them beating them. No. But one thing Payne Hart one thing
1: they've got to stop doing with Payne is I find they give him the ball too much whereas when he wasn't there they were like they were a bit more they were better with their attack without him there because I find they just always give him the ball and go here get like give us some meters like. But I find yeah, but he will obviously be he'll be instrumental having him back. But we'll see how he goes. Katewell is for me. Katewell is the big in. He ever I do not know why Cronulla let this bloke go. Like I saw something in him like years ago before he left. But he we obviously didn't have room for him. But good on the Broncos. They signed a good they signed a fucking future
0: superstar and if Tamari Martin plays half as well as he's played the last two weeks mm. three weeks he'll beat Tober yeah and they're calling for Pat Carrigan to see his origin debut mm. um, I reckon he'll get it too I don't see Tina F- I can't pronounce his last name <laughs> Titans Titans lock yeah, anything else, the only thing I the only bad thing about the
1: Broncos last week was, I know he's only just come back, was Tamari Martin's passing game. Yeah. It was just, it was, I know he's only just come back, but I'll, I'll give him the better for the doubt. He has only just come back, but his passing game has just been, has been second rate at the moment. But anyway, for me, for me, the big things that stand out for me for the Broncos are their outside backs coming out of their own end, their outside backs, like just their runs out of their own end. It reminds me of like what we did back in the day when like Val Holmes and Birdie and all that used to bring it back out of their own end. But you build off that and it takes so much pressure off your forwards.
0: I don't think Ben... Can hold katoni if Katoni has the ball, and I still don't think. No, ben, no, no, no. no. I think Herbie, will run all over
1: them. He's got no chance. I'm sorry, Ben, but you've got no chance against Days. He will.
0: This Tickle will be, This will be, be out jumped by Oats. Hmm. Reynolds. the The main key battle will be between DCE and Reynolds. Hmm. I think if Gamble can stick around, he can keep up with Foreign. Yeah. Um, but I reckon the battle the proper battle will be in the forward back mm. I just think Ricky's better than Bulmore Capewell's better than Okolatu Okuat- okalatu Kepi how say that again okolatu will <laughs> <Love that. laughs> um, beat kepi if Walters can play half as well I reckon he can keep up with Kroker Mainly because of Croker's age, I think. why are they? What's their plan for Dylan
1: Walker? Like, what's his job when he comes in? I find that he, he does, is. I a find
0: that he does nothing. Utility player. Oh God. He gives them. I, I. I. honestly believe that he gives them a little bit extra in attack. He's an idiot in defense, so that's that's where I stand on it.
1: Anyway, right, on to the next one. Who have we got? We've got... (laughs) Um, Again, another one I'm surprised that the price isn't higher for the Warriors. But again, it's like I'm surprised when I'm not. Because the Rabbitohs haven't been so convincing either. But, um, um... Who we got? This, um... What's his name? I don't know how you pronounce his first name. Dijon. Dijon Arcee.
0: yeah, good, good number six.
1: <laughs> Fantastic number six. And you told me last week that he has played before, and I never fucking knew that. And um, let's see. I don't. Let's see who Cody Walker tries to fight this week. Um,
0: I, I can already tell you who he's trying to fight this week. point Johnson. No. Or one of... Probably one of the forwards. I'd like to f- see... He'll if, go He'll he, go after
1: Walsh. You kidding? I was going to say, I'd like to see if Blake fucking put him on his ass. Or Matt Lodge. God. Diver. No, Matt Lodge is the one that goes down. Not, not him. Uh, but yeah, to me, this is an easy one. Um Rabbitohs win that. Easy.
0: Rabbitohs will Warriors? Back.
1: Like, obviously, seriously, like, people who keep making excuses saying, oh, Warriors haven't been at home. They're over here during the COVID. Wouldn't it be easier because they've been stationed here for what how long now it should be easy for them by now
0: um quick question before we move on to the next game mm. do you not feel that Mansoor should be the winger instead of Tane Milne Milne and Walker must get along very very well because they both have they are both loose cannons they are both fuckwits Hmm. And Cody Walker can at least have a couple of good games here and there. Tony Bill is just a right up wanker.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, fun. There were
1: times, in you know, I think last week's game, if he like, he scored when, were, when his team was losing. And he scored with his tongue out, and I'm like, dude, your team's losing. Okay, but
0: I was surprised they didn't drop Tavita Totola. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, the next one, uh, Titans and Dragons. Um. I've gone for the God can't I've gone it's for right,
0: I'll, I'll answer it for you we've both tipped the dragon so you for, don't have to, I've, tell gone to the them,
1: I've gone for the mighty red V Jack Bird is black and he's just re-signed with them too yeah I saw that hmm I was shocked at that one
0: but okay but there's, do there's, you feel, there's, a, there's a lot of talk do that you feel now. that Moan keeps his spot at 6 or Jack Bird takes it They've, they've put Amon at six at the moment, obviously. But do you not but do you believe that Jack Bird should be playing there? And they should bring in another forward? Hmm It's hard. Especially considering the utility they've named on the bench is Sullivan.
1: Hmm.
0: Like that's I don't know. I think number is a better I one, think Amone is a better utility. I reckon you still play Jack Bird in the one is. thing.
1: One thing I'm still not understanding is Moses Embi. No, t- yeah, two young guns <laughs> that are not there. Cody Ramsey and Tyrell Sloan. How how Embi is there over Sloan? I will never. Or Ramsey. Yeah, I'll never understand that. Never ever understand it. Like I would put, I would honestly put Ramsey in there over Fee guy, and then Sloan back there for Empire I also... Like obviously, i keep Ravaloa and keep, obviously, Lomax. Sully... I don't know. Sully's been a bit of a... I thought he'd be a really good signing, but he's been I a reckon good. He's, he's played well. For me, he's, he hasn't... For me, I don't reckon he's done much, but... I don't know, I'd, I'd keep him on there. I reckon he's doing all right. My big Ob- obviously about- Obviously, Jack Bird, I think he's even said he wants... To, he's wanted to play in the back row but he's obviously trying to get bigger but they can't keep swapping him like they can't keep like if he wants to get big enough to play in the back row keep him in the fucking back row then
0: um Jaden Campbell back into the side
1: yes that's what I was waiting for for weeks and that is one thing that makes me maybe believe they can do something a bit different
0: but with Brisbane playing so well back there why do you change it and next big question do you or do you not keep Will Smith in the fucking side
1: um, yeah so he's not named to be honest I would have him if you're gonna have if you're gonna take Brimson out of the halves why not put Will Smith and him in the halves why because keep, they want to keep... rely
0: on Toby Sexton
1: but he's t- again he's too young they just they've thrown him into the deep end it's way too quick I don't I don't get it I really do not get it like ugh I don't I don't I don't know Um, McCulloch easily wins that battle over Aaron Clark. I don't even know. I
0: don't know Um, why Aaron Clark is named. If you're going to name a number nine and keep a utility on the bench, you would name name Tanner Boyd your nine. Mm. You would... Sorry, Eric Clark, but you'd flick him off. Mm. And then you would put Will Smith back. Unless Will Smith is injured, which...
1: Just a shout out to Josh Maguire as well. He plays his 250th this week as well. Well, does he, does he? He does. He plays his 250th. Good fucking on him. I hope he headbutts the banner. Because I haven't seen much aggression out of him for a while. He's been rather tame. It's very, I know, it's very depressing. I'm normally like waiting for him to do something like really just asinine. And I'm just like, fucking do it already. But he's been really tamed. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't like this Josh Maguire. I'm like, I wanna scream at him for being a dickhead, but he's actually been really good. One
0: one battle I'm looking forward
1: to is Sims and Fusumala Aoi.
0: Do you hear that Sims will most likely come in to replace Cambo?
1: So it, yeah, I had him I had him down in my in my side, but I'll probably I'll tell you my side later on anyway. What I think the side should be. We'll, but yeah, I'd Sims Sim should have been there years ago. He's only ever played when someone's got injured or something like that. They've just tossed him in there, but I reckon he should have been there in the origin side ages ago.
0: It doesn't make sense that you can keep such a consistent forward out of the side.
1: Yep. But um The main the main event. The big main event. Storm and Pemrith.
0: The main the main event that we both uh,
1: disagreeing on I have gone for Pemrith only because I reckon if Pemrith lost uh, if sorry if they won against Para, I reckon they would have lost against Melbourne but the fact that they lost against Para, I reckon it was the loss they needed but it's coming a bad time for Melbourne because Pemrith will hit back and I reckon they'll win this one but it's hard because obviously, the, obviously I'll bring up the weather again so it won't be a fast it won't be a fast game, but if anyone's gonna win it, I reckon it'll be Pembroke. because if it is wet, Pembroke will just grind Melbourne into the ground with their defense. Like they I don't even understand how Para put up with it last week. I was watching Para's like Pembroff's I know you always say they're offside. They are offside. Ninety five always, percent of the time I know they you are, are offside. always say it, but they're they f-
0: always go to the wide camera angle and you can see them standing yeah. at least a metre, if not two metres, in front of the ref. But the one big
1: thing I like about Paris defense, when they hit you, they hit you with everything. But, so that's, but that's not just for 10, 15, 20 minutes. That's the whole fucking game. They do it the whole I wanna,
0: game. I want to bring up a rule that seems to have gone out the windows. window. Back in the day, when you tackled somebody, the one thing you weren't allowed to do, mm. you were allowed to pick them up and drive them backwards. Yeah, That was fair. Mm. It was fair game. You were not allowed to turn the player a full 180, Mm. which I've noticed Penrith doing the last seven weeks. Mm. One person will make the tackle, the knees of the player will go to ground, and then the second the knees of the player go to ground, two players will come over the top and change his direction so he's facing his own goal line. Mm. That used to be called illegal.
1: Yeah.
0: Am I wrong? No, not wrong. So why is it that they can consistently great tackle I'm not going to take it off him I reckon that's a great way to tackle mm. problem is it's also a deliberate way to slow down the play of the ball which Volandi came out three four weeks ago and so you didn't want happening anymore yeah but
1: again it's just stop changing the rules it's just you you have to be consistent
0: yeah yeah if if, if this is how you're going to play it from now on that's fine but I don't want to see another team pick it up and be penalized for it when you've watched them do it for the last eight, weeks. that's why everyone gets so angry. Because something like Will Kennedy's high shot, like
1: that'll get that'll be a send off one week, and then a week after that it'll be a sim bin. But everyone says it, like all like these so called professional analysts, they all say it. They go, if you're gonna do it for one, do it for ev- if you do it for everyone, fine, we won't get so angry. But like you can't do it for one and not the other. Like, that's what people are getting so pissed off about. And it's just it's frustrating to watch because you see, but I don't care when. Again, I've probably already said this a million times, but I don't care if anyone says there's no bias with the rest with top teams because there,
0: freaking is. There, so there definitely that's is. that's 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 another reason this week. This 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 particular game will be so heavily watched. These are two teams that I believe have received the most biased. Mm. I believe both of these teams have received the most give from a ref that's why I'd be interesting to see which way which way the rubber the green goes two weeks okay two I, weeks, can, I can it'll go Melbourne's way but two weeks in a row I've s- sat there and watched the ref call held four times then released three times and I've watched Luai and Kikau drag players back hmm. that's class as a professional foul you can't say that you've not him saying it once yeah that's fine you didn't hear him Mm. Him saying it seven times throughout the extent of the tackle. Yeah. Sorry, you're just playing damn ignorant, and it's always so close to the touchline. The touch, he's opening his fucking mouth. Yeah. Sorry, that's a professional foul. Both of you should be in the fucking bin. Mm. Because it's how is that in the nature of the game? No. One thing that gets me that me and my
1: dad always talk about is if a player's offside, it's like the ref warns them. They go oh, they go, oh, so-and-so, you're off. And it's like, don't tell them. It's like, if they're off, penalise them. Like, why are you giving them an advantage and going, hey, you're off? And uh, and then they'll be, oh, sorry, sir. And then it gives them a chance to get back. But it's like, if they're off, let them tackle them and then penalise them. That's their own fault for being off.
0: I'd also like to see this week if it gets called. But in our game against Penrith, you noticed it, I noticed it. Every time Jack Lighton kicked a ball... Mm. He wasn't just being tackled. He was being held. Mm. He was being held to the point where he couldn't run. Oh, yeah. Will that happen this week to Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes? But
1: I swear... Or Harry Grant. But I swear it was like... It was also like trying to get on Whiten's skin. It was just like, hey, a little tug to see if he would kind of Yeah, but he never went. But yeah, Whiten, he never never bit. He never bit the line. He was always like, no, I'm all good. But like... That's the thing, if you know if you have a cool head like Whiten does, like it should have been a penalty because you can't just fucking when he kicks, you can't just go and fucking like rake him on the collar. But
0: anyway Let's um, I wanna stay on this game just a little bit longer. Yep. Position wise, mm-hmm. I'll go down the list and you tell me who wins out. Mm-hmm. Meanie Edwards. Now, please keep in mind that Meady is not playing the same type of football he was playing last year. He's a lot... One thing I noticed last week, he's a lot quicker than I thought he was. He's he, always been he quick. He's fucking... i never watched him that much. He is fucking fast. He, he has always been quick. I, Jesus As Christ. far as a fullback is concerned, I think Dylan Edwards... I don't think he can hold Meany. Yeah, to be honest, I think Meany wins that battle. Now, um, I'm very contentious about the next nutshell. shot. Um, versus May. Now, I believe May should be in a jail cell. Or at least on probation, he should not be playing.
1: No.
0: You can't, as a football player, lay your hands on somebody else and expect to still play.
1: Yeah, but um, for me, for me, wait, May, uh, May wins that battle.
0: Jeremiah hasn't played. Yeah, I agree. Like, he hasn't played. I for, also he reckon, hasn't played
1: for a while. He's very like,
0: yeah. I also reckon Tago Tago beats Sevi. He beats Sevi. Yeah. I will all run all, over Crichton. Yeah, i beats and, Crichton. Olin will get under Crichton's skin that much. I reckon Crichton will have a swing. Yeah, because Olin will rush. He'll do what
1: he always does. He'll rush the line and he will absolutely pumble Crichton to shreds. Now, to the Olin Coates. Coates. I pick Coates. Um, I reckon. And, well, obviously, aerial battle. Coates wins that. Um, on the ground battle, Toto uh, too strong for Coates in the in the ground game. But oh, I don't know how Coates
0: is are... proved in State of Origin and games against. Have in the past, that he's he's held his own with Tahu.
1: I don't know how people haven't learned how to like tackle Toho. He always ducks, and people still try to tackle him up top.
0: He, he, he runs behind his own player and then ducks. Yeah, he that's ducks. what annoys me. He runs right behind his own player. He done it last week too. He kept he just went duck duck duck, and they all went over the top,
1: going oh have an and i Am like have you guys not watched videos of when he runs? He ducks. He ducks every like nine times out of ten. He's gonna duck you for sure. He's playing duck duck goose
0: like uh, battle of the Grub. <laughs> no, Battle of the Grub. Headstorming th- Luai versus Well, who's got, lovely. The, who's got the more hair to pull? So Munster's going to be doing all the hair pulling in that and, one. And uh, Munster's the kicker. <laughs> I honestly hope that Munster kicks the absolute living shit out of this kid.
1: This uh, kid uh, needs yeah.
0: to come back down to Earth. I don't because like Because I am over Luai completely. I'm not a fan of either of them. I don't like either of them. But I hope that Munster puts him in his spot.
1: Um... Cleary, obviously, he wins... I I like Hughes, but Cleary just
0: has... I reckon Hughes will control the game better.
1: No. no Damn. I reckon, I reckon kicking game-wise, Cleary has a... Um, well, Cleary has a clearer head.
0: Than this the, than This Cleary. is where it gets interesting. The forward pack. Now, I reckon Leota beats Jesse Bromwich. Mm. Not by much. By a little bit. Grant will run the fuck over Coruscant. Oh, yeah, easy. Solomono will put Fisher Harris in the ground. He just—I
1: don't know. Grant has a—he has a knack of just. No, I don't see it in many dummy halves. He just knows when. He's he, better he than Kevin Smith. He's better than Kevin Smith. he kn- knows when to exploit the forward pack. and He exploits those gaps so. good he has like—he's hard to tackle. It's so like cliche, but it's the. I don't know why they say eyes up footy because I find you're always looking heads eyes, up, Heads yeah, up. <laughs> it's always heads up footy because you're always looking, but he's just so, he's so goddamn good at it. Car- Coruscant is obviously good off the bench when he wants to be, but Harry Grant, 80-minute player, so much better. Um, a soft for some, Fisher Harris. Whoa. Oh,
0: it's mouth-watering. Oh, I've got no beer left. I can't even... Anyway. <laughs> Give you a swig of my I <laughs> Um I reckon Solomon will run over him. Harris will have the go forward, but I don't think in a straight up Solomon will run over Fisher Harris. I wouldn't say it would be a run over, but towards the end of the game, I reckon it will be. I reckon Fisher Harris is—I swear that bloke gets bigger every year. He's a—he's a scary apparently. He's a—he's a scary bloke. The next two are my are my real two key. I don't know what's can we just happen. talk about. No, can we just I don't know what I don't even want to talk about the battle, I just want to talk about the
1: haircuts first. Felice Cafusi going with the bold head look
0: now. So it's the bold it's the bowling ball versus the toilet brush. Oh did you see the thing that he posted the other day on social media where it was the old state of origin stand up say what club you started at, say your junior club
1: Oh, is that when they used to like pop them up and they go and they say their name? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: They did that. Alright. Oh, no. Alright, back back on to, back on back on track. Back when
1: Sterling used to do it. and we freeze it there. <laughs> you can see when he runs and you
0: freeze it there and circle this player. I wish they go I wish they could go back there.
1: No.
0: Oh. I reckon the next the second row of battle will be amazing to watch. Liam Martin is a beast. As much as I really don't like him at the moment mm. I, I highly rate him. Kenneth Bromwich he's always been solid Mm. even in even in games where he has to control a side when the Storm have origin players out Mm. he's always been solid you can't fault him
1: Um, Isaiah over Josh King Isaiah Isaiah, well and truly over Josh King but the one thing about Melbourne as well they have two such good halves like you got Brandon like who else have Penrith got you got like Harry Grant to start, and then you got Brandon Smith who can come off the bench like that just creates havoc around the around tell the you, uh, that just I creates thought. havoc around the ruck
0: I, I can't wait for someone to put Spencer Lenu on his goddamn fucking ass because he's the <laughs> world's most cockiest fucking interchange he thinks he is all that in a bag of fucking chips <laughs> anyway I've, I'm back in the storm and you're backing in Penrith, so it'll be interesting to see what happens go for a bag of chips right now have you tasted the new... Uh, oh, never mind. The new what? Dorito taco chips. No, I Beef. have not. They are so fucking good. I can, I can imagine. Anyway, back to the footy. All right, next game now we can't talk about. It's
1: it's it's a straight up are we, yes or are no. We, are we allowed to?
0: <laughs> it's a straight up yes we just, or no. Are we just going to yell at each other? Um, I'll see you on Sunday. We'll watch this game together. <laughs> on okay. paper, the teams are 50-50. That's, I just don't... Mm. I still do not like Trindle at seven. I he, don't. I reckon both of the sevens could be swapped. I reckon you switch Schneider for for Williams, and I don't know who you would put. Because my
1: like my team, I was thinking I was like, yep, yeah, put um, I was even thinking put Metcalf in at fullback. Trace, obviously Tracy went to center. That's where I thought. That's where I knew he would go. Everyone was saying put him at fullback, and I'm like, no, I'm like he's put on. Bulk, I'm like, he needs to play in the centers. I'm like, he's, I'm he's like, either
0: you either play him in the centers or you play him in the halves, but you can't yeah. play him at seven, you have to play him at six. That's how it goes, that's how he will always be. Yeah, because he's a runner, he's a runner of the ball. Um, Hines, I was just like, you have to keep Hines in the halves, but I saw as soon as oh, hold on, that, that's actually that's actually great to bring up. Why the fuck would you not put Moylan at fullback, Tracy in the halves with Hines? They probably didn't want to do that much shuffling,
1: like, <laughs> like. And then bring Harodi in as your the centre. It was just simple, like, yeah, Tracy to centre, oh. yeah, Heinz to fullback, yeah, bring what bring Trindle in. Like, I have, I have faith in Fitzy. Uh, no, I have a lot of, I have a lot of faith. He obviously knows what he's doing. But if he, if we lose this game, I will change my tone on that.
0: And we're playing without. But our, he our, our, like, Lord, our Lord and Saviour from last from last week. Yeah, Croaker. But obviously Heinz but obviously Heinz will just do what he did
1: last week. He'll just he'll roam and he'll just he'll get in there as an extra playmaker. He'll like the one thing I love the one thing I loved about last week. I don't week, reckon
0: he'll I don't reckon he'll see the ball. He will. The one thing I agree with you on with Trindle is that he's a hog. He, he is. hogs the ball. But he hasn't got he doesn't know I've he doesn't know
1: how to build pressure off his cause his kick his la- for me it was his last tackle options. His last tackle options are fucking horrible. Like, he's... Yeah, he's a big body and he's good in defense, but he's got no passing nor kicking game. I'm like, how does he still get get a start? I don't understand. That's why I think Nick, like, Hines will still inject himself into the attack when we get up there. Like that's probably fits his plan to have three like three but yeah, for me that's too many attacking halves. Why do you need that? Why not just put Metcalf fullback a speedster at fullback and,
0: keep, and, keep, your, right, and right. keep your combination of Moylan and Hines. You can't do what Tigers do in the second half of a football game when they have Brooks, Madden and Hastings on the field.
1: Mm.
0: Brooks slides into that level nine position very well
1: mm.
0: and then you've got your two halves. Mm. I reckon they're the two halves they should go with and I'd say leave Brooks at nine for the full game yeah anyway
1: but we'll see what happens I just I have a bad I have a really bad feeling but I said that against when we were down a man against the Warriors and we still I don't know why it's the Warriors every time I expect us to lose we're um, they're proving me wrong so it's like I expect us to be
0: Broncos but look look what happened there Another. Moving on to the next game. Another tip that you and I have gone completely sideways on. Mm. So the last three games, we've 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 not picked the same sides. Hmm. Who know, I've gone for the Eels in this game, and I have. I'm 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 sticking with the
1: Roosters. I'm. I'm kind of half and half because I reckon, probably the game from last week probably took it out of Para, and I reckon they'll be a bit. They'll be very fatigued, and I reckon. Roosters will pounce on that because Roosters are kind of like obviously I said they're starting to gel together again they're looking a bit better in their attack as well and I think it'll be close like I've tipped the Eels but my heart goes with yeah, the I'm Eels gonna but with the something tells me the Roosters will pip them but, but
0: now um, if Tedesco plays anywhere near where he plays last week But same can be said about Gutho, but I reckon he'll show up as an this week. See, I
1: just yeah. See, I just don't think the Eels will have the same energy they did going into last week as it like going into this week as they did last week. But they always that's that's what I can't stand about the Eels. Like one week, yeah, they're amazing. They can beat Melbourne and Penrith on their best day, but then they'll go and lose to someone like the Tigers. (laughs) they'll lose they'll lose to someone else like they'll probably lose to Newcastle next somehow but then they'll still get in the finals and be able to beat
0: Melbourne and uh. And Connor Watson starts at number nine hmm that's good I I don't think that Suwali should be playing I'd keep um, Nagaba there
1: Mm. hmm all the talks about him
0: Sorry, Wonder Childs. Wonder Child's not that good.
1: He hasn't shown me anything yet, to be honest.
0: No, not the slightest. He's got a lot of errors in his game, far. I've noticed. He's he's not ready to play with the big boys. No. And not. that's something that Walker has shown. Walker has shown that he is ready to play with the big boys. Mm. He's just got to work on his defense a little bit. Mm. Um, what do we got next? We've got Tigers and Cowboys. Um, I reckon Tigers will stay in the contest the whole time, but I still reckon Cowboys will win. <laughs> the only magic trick I want to see
1: is Penrith absolutely disappearing Cameron Munster so he can't play Origin. That's the only player oh. I want to see disappear. Um... Tigers and Cowboys. I've obviously gone for the Cowboys for obvious reasons, but like I like I've said, the Tigers put up fight last week, and they obviously they will again because Jackson Hastings is just steering them around the park so well at the moment. It's allowing books to open open up his game a bit more because there's so much pressure off him now. But um, the <laughs> The big, the big matchup: Dearden and Brooks. And run over him. I think Dearden because he's a little pit bull, but like Brooks,
0: I don't know. It depends how much Hastings has to do with it.
1: Yeah. And then, no, there's not much. See, there's not much for me. For me in the back five, there's not much. Like drink water. More over Stafford. Kyle Fell gets over the top of Kapoa Valentine Holmes runs rings around Gildart. Petahiku yeah. Luke Garner, actually the only one I might say Ghana. the only yeah, the only one I say might be better is Garner over over Petahiku Um Mamalord Tawagi. Yeah. Mamarlor's done nothing since leaving Warriors. Girls, not much there. Ruben Cotter, the absolute f- freak, the beast.
0: Simmons I mean, a better player. Tomalalu will get over. Tomalalu will mm-hmm. get over. Often galley So
1: you got to love having those kind of headaches, like having someone like for doe on the bench. Like it's, it's a good headache to have.
0: Yeah. But that's why
1: I don't understand how even, I think it was last year, like, Drinkwater didn't get that much game time, but now they're finally starting to see it. Yeah. Because even against, even though there's a game against us, like, like obviously we, we beat them pretty convincingly last year, but I think, like, Drinkwater, even in losing size, he's been the most dangerous player every single week but he just could never get a start and now he's finally, like now that he's finally getting some more game time, well, now you're talking about him, aren't you?
0: Yeah. Talking about him a lot.
1: But that's it for Magic Round. But the one thing I want to say is I want to show you my predicted blue side. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go each position with who you've got. For fullback, I've obviously got
0: Tedesco. I think that's going to be everybody's staple. He will be the captain, and he will yeah. be there for a while. Yeah. But it's it's. I find when people say, "Oh, you need to
1: pick players on form," and it's like, "Well, how many times have Queensland won the series and they never picked on form? They just stuck with the same goddamn team all the time." And cup Origin time, they played Origin football. It doesn't matter how you're playing at club level. Yeah. They just knew they knew how to win. Like no matter how many times they were out of form. We'd be like, oh, yeah, we got this. And they end up smashing us. <laughs> because much. they just stuck with the same side. Um, at two, I've got toto Agreed. So the wingers, the wingers, I've got toto And at our car. Yep. And yeah. then my centers, I've got Stags. And Chavoy Rich in the centres. Obviously Latrell. Who knows what's going on with him?
0: Yeah, I've I've got both of
1: those too. I don't know if he'll be back. Obviously the halves, Luai and Cleary. Even though I don't like, even though you're not a fan of Luai. Obviously Luai, like he's 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 a frustrating boy. But if you want anyone your side, like come Origin time, you want someone like him.
0: Yeah, have you seen that Tautua's come out and said that he wants Crichton to play outside him? Really. Sorry, you don't no. control the side.
1: No. Um, my Smokey for number eight is actually someone who I thought has played himself back into a bit of form lately, is Campbell Gillard. I've got Haas. Haas? I've got Haas on my bench. I've got Haas and Gillard reckon, as my two starting forwards. I reckon Haas is way more, dis- in, origin, in an origin stance anyway, I think Haas is way more destructive off the bench, but that's just me. Um, I've obviously got. I've still got Cook at nine. Yep. <laughs> so I
0: don't know. I.
1: I don't. I can't think of anyone. <laughs> I can't think of anyone else. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Jake Trevojevic at ten. And you've
0: got him at ten. Yep.
1: Yeah. And then I've got at eleven. I've actually got because Murray's gone. I've got Angus Crichton at eleven. See, I've got Crichton at eleven. He's he's another player. Obviously, he's not in the best of form, but he he's an Origin player. Yeah, I get that. Um, 12, I've got Tarek Sims. And then 13, I've got Isaiah Yo. And then my 14, I've got.
0: It was. Alright,
1: I've got got Liam Martin on the side. I reckon he'll get in. I've got Liam Martin. I've got him on my bench. So my bench, I've got him in 14, I've got Hines. I've got White. Yeah. For me, it was a toss up between Hines and White because they're both one can play more positions than Hines but an, another thing about Hines is he's a big body who can play anywhere like you're not going to have someone like Paps who's little and can just kind of roam around the rack. you need someone who can play multiple, multiple positions and you need a big body out there you don't need someone small like Pappenhausen. like if you're going to play like Pabenhausen to me he's just got to wait his turn until Tedesco, Tedesco either gives it up or gets injured
0: oh, and, then he'll,
1: and then he'll take over at fullback but anyway, and then I've got Paulo, Paulo Haas, and Martin. That's the rest of my bench.
0: I reckon Paulo will get a shot. Yeah, he has to again. I reckon Martin starts. I don't think there's any way you can not put Martin as starting. I don't. I don't think they will
1: because he hasn't been there that much. I don't reckon they'll start him. It'll be like one of those things where he'll come off the bench for like this series as well, and then once he gets more game time maybe they'll start him, there we'll see what happens I think that's about it that's all I want to talk about anyway is there anything you want to bring up
0: um just that I really Six. wish I was in magic round <laughs> anything you want to bring up to set your lungs from coughing I wish
1: but no, I've, I wish I wish I was going to magic round I want to do it one year
0: we're going next year I don't care what anyone says
1: but whoever's going if up the,
0: the, the issue will be the issue will be your second half wanting to go mm. anyway let's not get into that yeah let's not
1: um, but yeah obviously the big thing is they've, they've just been talking about the weather the weather up there for me I thought I thought they said right, the weather right. was meant to be more north Queensland right, like north central
0: kind of thing but I don't know considering you've brought up weather so much in the in the wet Bulldogs have typically been a good side. Mm. I don't reckon Knights can hold the ball. If you're tipping strongly for wet conditions, I reckon Eagles will beat Broncos. Mm. I don't reckon Broncos can hold the ball. Mm. Rabbits will still be Warriors. See, I reckon the wet favours the Titans. I reckon the Dragons will make too many errors, and that'd be, that'd be my way of tipping the I Titans. I reckon they'll both make errors. That'd be a sloppy game. Unfortunately, in the wet, Storm have proven again and again and to again me, and actually,
1: again that they are good in the to wet. To me, I hope it rains because you guys, because if we play you... We play horrible in the wet. You guys <laughs> play, you guys drop the ball even in the dry, and then we when we played the Dragons in the wet, we still play dry weather footy, so I'm hoping we can do that again. Eels won't hold the ball in the wet. Nah,
0: last time we played them in the wet, they were shocking. And... If it is raining during the Cowboys Tigers game, I reckon Tigers have got more of a shot. Yeah. Alrighty. Oh, last last little bit. Last little bit. The ladder. The ladder. From now, the ladder to the former. Former to the ladder. How do you feel about the foreign and against between the top two teams? Someone, someone tuck me in, I'm going to bed. Whoop. I said how do you feel about the four and against for the top two teams the four and against yeah oh Jesus keep in mind that Storm have been far this, higher teams
1: on the level see this again shows that Pemmer for playing more that def- like like last year that would have been flipped around the other way for sure
0: no, no I, I disagree hmm no well it will it'll be interesting so hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're Sorry. going to say if you're going to say defensive type of football, do you think that the Cowboys are on par with defensively both the Storm and the Panthers? Not yet. Okay, so not yet. How can you say that when they've only conceded three more
1: points? Because I want to actually see them play the Storm Penrith first, so I can gauge where their defense is at.
0: You guys that, have let in 38 more points mm. than the top two sides and 25 more than the but Cowboys. But that's why I
1: didn't see much with the Cowboys like in attack and anything until they played the Eagles. And I went, oh, okay. And that kind of woke me up a bit. And I went, that's really good. But defensively, again, it will show if they, can, if they can hold Storm and Penrith to low scores, then I'll be like, okay, then I'll believe and be like, okay, yeah,
0: okay, I believe it now. Because as far as defensive defensive teams go, mm. Storm, Penrith. See, one thing I did want to Cowboys, Sharks, Roosters, Eels. One thing no, with one no, thing with the no, no. Broncos have let in less points than the Eels, but that's. Considering the only real game that the Broncos lost by a large margin was against the Panthers, and that was in the second half. Hmm. That kind of makes sense. One thing I want to bring up, how did the Warriors
1: lose and then jump up the spot? It says they went up, and they lost.
0: Yeah. It doesn't make sense, because on for and against...
1: Nothing in this world makes sense to me anymore.
0: They've let in 11 more points, but scored 25. No, 15. Doesn't make sense. Hmm. All right,
1: get out the wrapping paper. Let's wrap it up right there. That'll just about do it. Thanks for
0: listening, guys. Catch you next week. Peace out. Bye-bye.